one of the things I wanted to talk with you about today, Maggie, is something that I've been thinking a lot about. As I sit outside these days and have my tea, the cicadas are out. Oh. And have been singing their love songs to each other. And this morning, they were very loud. It was quite wonderful. And then I just looked up, and the clouds were sort of ambling along. And I thought about time and about how our sense of time, especially these days, so caught up in technology mm. and the way things go so fast that that part of the pleasure of being outside, watching the clouds and listening to the cicadas, is finding myself falling into another sense of time. I can't believe that you're saying this because... I just, my character, my protagonist, was just talking about time. Wow. <laughs> and how um, what she loves about Tuscany is a different understanding of time, that it's not a linear construct, but that almost like every moment that ever was is in ever mo every moment. And I think that there is something about nature that allows us to feel more of the, um, the dimensionality of time. You know, that this, this linear idea of time is a man-made construct. And perhaps it's partly because of our own selves, you know, that we feel ourselves moving in one direction only. Yes. But thinking about your character, I mean, I wonder about us, too, that it isn't, even though it feels that way, perhaps it's not that way. What, that it's not a linear Right, right. That thing. It's... I, I, yeah, I think it's not. And I think part of why we all end up feeling so pressured is because we are trying to contain everything within that very narrow line of the ticking clock. Um, and that's, that's so diminishing, actually. Yeah, and the, and the other thing that I've been thinking about, and it sounds like this is a piece of what you may be wrestling with with this character, is this is my second year doing tea, and so I noticed, oh, the cicadas started now. You know, last year it was just suddenly I realized the cicadas were there. This year I was waiting for them, ah. and this idea of this long cycle of time that repeats and repeats and repeats. Yes. That, and we're part of that. That's yes. not, we're not separate from that. And I think that, that when I visualize that experience of time, I see it as this looping quality that it goes forward and it loops, loops back and it picks up where it left off and it goes forward. It's, it's much rounder. And I think that the cicadas are a great example of that. I mean, are they the same cicadas as last year? Probably no. not. Mm -mm. But, but the cycle yes. is, is part, part of time in a way that we very rarely get to experience it anymore. And when you're out in nature, you get to experience those quick cycles of here are the bugs of this summer, 
and the extraordinarily long ones of there's the tree it's now maybe six inches taller than it was last year but it's been here before I got here and it will be here after I go yeah and what's interesting too though I'm looking at you Maggie and I'm looking at the beautiful beams of your roof Mm. over your head of the ceiling over your head and thinking that's another way of measuring time is these were the trees that grew near this place yes that some person took to create this beautiful structure that now shelters you yes and has been there i don't know for over a long time i would say that this building is probably originally you know probably going on towards a couple of hundred years wow and and yes that's an that's another thing about living here is that um well of course they're a dying breed now but the contadini the peasants they they are what Brian Eno would call generalists. They live their life doing what it takes to survive in their lives, whereas we pass it out to other people, right? Right. Um, but they, you know, they chop the wood and they farm the land and they harvest this and they store that and they slaughter the pigs and um and so time for them is they're not even thinking i mean they're understanding time seasonally and they're understanding time in oh i'm hungry it's time to eat but they're not constantly measuring it right right that it is about the cycles not about the, the line yeah so I know for me, having tuned into the cycle of the world outside my window, the garden, has changed my sense of, not deeply yet, but it's, it's definitely working its way in, of my own life. It still makes the endings hard, though. You know, that's the thing, is that in nature, those cicadas come, they sing their love songs, they mate, they go away, and depending on which ones they are, I mean, some of them, 17 years later, their offspring come is, out. Is that true? Yes, wow. there's a 17 year. I don't think we're in that cycle this year, but every 17 years around here, you get this huge cicada population. Wow. Where it's like you walk along and you crunch on their shells. <laughs> this year, it's nowhere near that. But um, it is this sense of which what piece do we play and then what gets carried on after we're gone yes and also as as you just said that kind of sadness that comes with these seasonal endings you know i have masses of lavender plants in my garden and they were stupendous this year and um i said to joel you know i have to i have to cut them back now and he was like oh no no but they're so beautiful and i said yes but if i don't cut them back they won't be beautiful next year i said and and you wait and see when when i cut them back they'll make their own other form that will nestle into the borders in a different way it will be a beginning of something different and I think one of the great things about working in a garden and working in nature is that you are having to constantly let go 
you know. Yeah, it's time to cut that back. You know, that's it. It had its moment. Um, and, and that is life, isn't it? It's a series of losses on the one hand. But if you can let go with some grace, you might let go in time to have the beauty of what evolves next. You've just made me cry. Aww. Thank you. That's Aww. so beautiful.